Welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast for dance teachers and dance studio owners who have a passion for the art of dance. Hello and welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast. My name is Stacey Morgan. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Joining me is the man himself, Mr. Regold. Hi, Ray. Hey, hey. Nice to be back. Today we're talking about professional development and this is on the back of my accountant saying, really, Stacey, do you really spend that much money on professional development? And, <laughs> and me having to justify all of the reasons that I think professional development is important as a studio owner. But I thought I would go to you, Ree, to talk about, you know, what we can do to best serve ourselves as studio owners in terms of professional development and how much money you really think that, that I should be spending. So I can then go to my accountant and say, well, Regold said. Oh, okay. And he's going to even know who Regold is. This is perfect. <laughs> this is this is how I feel. First, let me say why I believe that we need it. Uh, the continuing education or the professional development. If you look at dance in the last 20 years, it has evolved so much more than let's say the previous 100 or 200 years in, in curriculum, in the abilities of our students, in the styles of dance or the subjects that we offer. I feel like if you're not continuing your education, you are kind of putting yourself in a place where you can't keep up with the profession itself. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't standards of excellence that we all want to have as our base, but I feel like we must evolve and change. Yeah, that's so important, especially when it comes to what we're dealing with, because primarily our our job is to take care of these young people, both mentally and physically. And if you're not keeping up to date with how to best do that and how to best serve your customers, then you're really doing them a disservice. Agreed. And also in, in what you offer them, there is, I mean, 20 years ago, we wouldn't have ever known or third maybe what lyrical dance is or was and now we have contemporary and if we are a teacher who hides from that evolution then there's going to come a point where we're not going to be able to offer what the desire is of our communities or the potential clientele Absolutely. I used to, when I first started my dance studio, I had a kind of a mantra that was, if I couldn't teach it, we wouldn't do it in the studio. Mm. And, and how foolish I thought, you know, I now think about that being, because not only are we letting, you know, our students are missing out, but we're also missing out on that learning opportunity. So now it's kind of, my mantra has kind of turned around to become, what is the latest? How can we innovate? And then how can I learn to do that better? And most importantly, how can I also help train my faculty to be able to do that better so that we can all service all of the different genres we offer in our studio? Yes, and and since you bring that up, I'll say this. Sometimes the best growth for a studio is when the owner and the faculty go together to some kind of learning or continuing education because it builds the morale. Everybody's got the same goal and they come back ready to go. I see that all the time. 
it really helps for everyone being on the same page, doesn't it? That it's not, not just you, the studio owner, having these bright ideas and kind of saying, okay, now everybody go and do it. <laughs> Instead, you're doing it as a team. And it, listen, if you, the studio owner, can't go do something, but you think it would be uh, either good curriculum, a good concept to bring to your classroom, by all means, send a teacher and, and offer them this as, as a growth opportunity for themselves, but also for your school. It, it, it's not always that we have to physically go. It's to make sure that those people who we surround ourselves with and consider responsible for the growth of our business are as well educated as we are. Really well said. What about the professional development itself, Ray? What What are our options as if we're thinking, okay, I'd like to include my staff. I'd like to make sure that we're all going to do some professional development this season. What are some options that we have when it comes to to doing that continuing education? So, I mean, I could talk to you about the continuing education that I offer, which we can do at the end of this, but, but I look, if you said to me, what do I think is critical at this point? I, I think it's going back to basics and learning new concepts when it comes to teaching our preschool curriculum, because it's evolved and, and there's strategies to teaching eye-hand coordination, this, this balance and all of these different strategies that, that put a, bit of, a better base into the preschool child so that they're more prepared for the actual movement or more technical uh, feats that they'll eventually have in the classroom. So I look at, at uh, being sure that I'm on top of what the latest curriculum is for the preschool student. And as, as much as this may sound uh, a little different than someone else might say, I think people need to freshen up their recreational work. I think we take for granted when we walk into a recreational classroom that this is the warm up, this is what we're gonna do, this is the strategy, it's worked for the last 10 years. And I think in a 21st century mindset, we compete when you have recreational kids with the the laptop and the phone and all the 10 things that they're doing in an hour and that we have to have new approaches to make them enthusiastic about staying with us for a 10-year run. And I think we miss out on that sometimes. Yeah, we certainly do. I know that the recreational classes, you have, you said that you have the, the option to kind of come in and teach the same thing that you've taught for 10 years. And then you've got teachers who are teaching the same thing that they were taught 20 years ago, that their teacher taught them, that their teacher's teacher probably taught them. And, you know, we, we tend to put a lot of our focus into the kids that are doing performances and the kids that are going to be on stage and out there in the community. But it's those recreational kids that are, that are really important in terms of, of their learning and also in terms of our revenue. Correct. Correct. I um, feel like there's so many options for us when it comes to our advanced dancers 
and uh, sometimes not enough in the other areas, but it's because we've been complacent and we haven't demanded it. Yeah, and there's so much there's so much crossover that we can that we can take from the stuff that we're learning for our performance kids that we can yes. take into the recreational classroom. But sometimes we just don't make the effort, and that's important too. So, Stacey, there's one more thing that I think uh, we should address in continuing education. As much as I talked about in the beginning, uh, how our, our classroom and what we do in our classroom has evolved, the business has evolved. I think that studio owners need to go and learn what is happening now and what their options are. The days of owning a dance studio with uh, a limited curriculum, a ballet tap and jazz, they're gone. There's so many more options and so many more things that we can do to generate income and bring people into our studios uh, more so than ever before. And I think that more owners need to go and learn some business skills and, and take business development as well. I know for me, the, the work I've done on my business has been just revolutionary in changing my lifestyle. And what I mean is when I first started my studio, I just wanted to teach. I love teaching. I love kids. And I just wanted to get in there and, and teach. But it meant that the rest of my life kind of had to go on hold. I hardly saw my husband. I didn't have the opportunity to have kids at that stage because I didn't see my husband. And it, <laughs> <laughs> and that's important. But it, I didn't know how to break out of that cycle, if if I wasn't teaching every class, if I wasn't opening up every day, if I wasn't the one cleaning the toilets, then who was going to do that? And, and going and doing that professional development and, and educating myself on leadership and management and how to put those skills into play in my dance studio enabled me to get my life back. And then I was lucky enough to be able to, to expand the business and then to go on to have children. And, and now I feel like I have a really nice balance between getting to teach and doing the thing I love, but also getting to spend time with my family and to create the life that I desire. And that's because of the education that I got through the professional development in a business sense, working on my business and, and making it better. So there's your answer for the accountant, that all that professional development actually puts you in a much better financial place or a, even a personal place and that it's worth every penny. Worth Tell them I every said that. Penny. I will. I will. Worth every penny. The other thing I wanted to mention, Ray, though, and this does take up a lot of my, my bank balance, is I get a lot of inspiration from seeing live theatre, whether that mm. be just something that's happening in my local community by, you know, my local choral society or whether it's actually going to New York and, and seeing a show. How important is that that we get inspired by things that are actually happening in the industry? I, I look at it like this. This was my immediate thought when you started talking. All art inspires us. And exposing yourself to art that is different. I mean, when you, you go look at a painting and you're seeing shapes or 
or designs, I, I take that back and apply it to my work, my choreography. I mean, I could even say that I'm taking that back as a business person and thinking of how I'm going to design my next brochure or my website. It's all one big circle, and and you you pursue that inspiration from everybody's art, not just dance art. Yeah, it's so important, isn't it? And especially if we want longevity in terms of our dance studio, if we want to not just be around for the next five or 10 years, we want to be having those big, you know, 20 year, 30 year milestones. Getting that inspiration is, is really, we need to build it into our, into our day to day, into our structure. Yes. So, so I look at it like this, I'm going in the business side right now. I'm a business owner. I spent a couple thousand dollars on a continuing education program for myself, spent a weekend or a week, whatever it was doing it. And I come home and I, I create concepts that I know will work for me because I was inspired and they start generating more income. It's almost as though you can't afford not to do it. Yeah, for sure. I, the, the return on investment, whenever I invest in professional development always blows my mind because it, you never think that these little things that you pick up are going to make big differences. But I tell you what, that's where the growth is. I'm with you. I'm still learning. I'm still, I'm about to go to a business motivational seminar in March because I want to see how other people run seminars, got nothing to do with dance. I'm always out there looking for what's going to inspire me. And listen, I'll, I'll add this for our listeners. Continuing education isn't always an expensive thing. You can go to an art museum and it's inexpensive to go and spend a half a day and just, just immerse yourself in the art. And when you go home, you will be inspired. It's not always about spending a fortune. It's about stopping and giving your artist soul the nourishment it needs yeah prioritizing that thank you Rhea. i appreciate the justification i'll take it back to my accountant <laughs> well we figured out even that you're making money so the accountant should be very pleased <laughs> she definitely should i'll pass it on but while i've got you re some of the best professional development i ever have done has been coming to conferences that you've put on tell me what do we have coming up this summer that we can really get our teeth stuck into or that we can perhaps invest in to make our studios better? So I do two different approaches. One approach is the Dance Life Teacher Conference, which is what you have come to. And that's a large gathering, sometimes as many as 800 people of dance teachers from all over the world. There's four tracks of continuing education. There's a business track. There's a classroom track. There's a preschool children's work track. Um, we, we this year have an office manager track. So it, I look at that event as a group experience, though an owner can come alone, a teacher can come alone, but it's a great group experience because there's something for everyone. And that's uh, Atlantic City, New Jersey, July 19 to 21. And you can check it out at regold.com. 
And the other thing is the Dance Life Retreat Center, which I consider almost the opposite of a conference. It's limited to 35 people. It's much more intimate. We share meals together. We have more discussions and talks. We really, when you're taking movement classes, we're really breaking it down so that you can go home and not not only teach it, but know the how and why you're teaching it. And uh, also we do business seminars at the retreat center for studio owners and their office managers. And it's really a different kind of experience. People say, what's it like? I say it's not a conference it's not a convention it's it's to rejuvenate your dance fair fantastic and people can find out more at regold.com re thank you so much not only for all that you give back to dance studio owners and dance teachers in terms of professional development but for talking with us today thank you for having me it's always a blast enjoy the journey thank you for joining us for regold's dance life podcast Learn more about joining the International Dance Entrepreneurs Association, the Dance Life Teacher Conference, and the Dance Life Retreat Center at regold.com or follow Regold's Dance Life on Facebook. Enjoy the journey. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 